The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Earth, are we doing what it takes to get us there? And are we connected to that new Earth grid? Such books as The New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, articles that are written by Greg Braden and Christine Page are definitely bringing to the forefront much of the discussion regarding 2012 and our transition into the new Earth. Today I have with me Chandra Rose of Light from the Blue Rose Portal who works with individuals to get them prepared to go on this voyage into the new Earth. Welcome, Chandra, to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you, Simran. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited that you're on because you have such a wealth of knowledge, and I personally have experienced your process. And it is beautiful and just rich with so much information. So I hope in this hour we can cover as much as possible. The first thing that I'd like to uh, find out from you is, are there soul agreements for the new earth, and um, do we all have them? Uh, do we need to do something to get prepared for those agreements? Well, every soul has agreements for what they're here for. When we come here as a soul, we have something in mind or we wouldn't be here. And some people have an agreement to go through the portal into the higher dimensions while being here in the earth realm. And from my perspective, those who are preparing themselves to go through that portal, carrying consciousness, uh, will be participating in co-creating new earth together. That's how I see it. And there is a definite conversation that's happening. There's a definite energy that is stirring. So shifts and changes are occurring. When you're talking about moving into the higher dimensions, for our listeners, speak a little bit about what that means. Well, for one thing, we've been living in third dimension and fourth dimension for a very long time, and we've been living with things like sickness and suffering and death and all of the Holy Ones, uh, as far back as we know of, has, has been telling us that suffering is illusion. Um, you know, it's the world of Maya, you know, move into uh, the place of bliss, of oneness. Well, in the third and fourth dimension, you can't get beyond separation because that's where separation is. When you start to get into the, the dimensions beyond the fourth dimension, which is the fifth dimension, sixth, seventh, on up, 
that's where you can begin to get into the oneness, into the experience of energy as being all connected, into the place where one can actually experience that it's all love and get beyond that illusion of the separation from the divine or creator or source presence, whatever name you choose to give to that. And those higher dimensions are actually experiences that we can have in our human form, but there's a remembrance that has to occur of who we truly are. Yes. When we came into these lower dimensions, the third and the fourth, um, we passed through what is sometimes called the veil of forgetfulness. And we passed through that so that we could give ourselves a certain experience here. And all of the things that I teach about, I have personally experienced, and that's why I can teach about them is because I know. When I was just a teenager, I challenged God saying, you know, I don't want to just believe something that's in some old dusty book or because someone else told me um, they believe it's true. I want to know. And I asked for direct, conscious, cognitive experience so that I would know on a personal soul level, what was true and what wasn't. So all of the things that I share with people that I work with are things that I know within my own being are true because I have gone through those processes myself and have sort of hammered it out and and uh, discovered what's real for me, and I can share that now with others. And, and this work that you share and perform and assist others in doing for themselves, when you talk about these different dimensions, they are related to a chakra system, to the chakra system. And most individuals, if they've heard of the chakra system, because there are many out there that are not familiar with that, but most that have heard of it are familiar with seven to nine chakras. But through your work, there are actually many more than that. Well, first of all, I'll speak about models. I work with a particular model that was shared with me and it works for me, so I look at things in terms of that model. And I also know that it's not the only model. Models help us to comprehend. Models help us to bring our consciousness into seeing uh, seeing energies so that we can make sense of them. So while the model that I'm working with is a valid one for me, I'm not insisting that it's the only model or the only valid model. Um, Now, coming back to the question of the seven chakras, you can look back in um, spiritual documents that go back 5,000 years that talk about the seven chakras. And if you know what you're looking for, you can also find them in the Christian Bible. Um, they're, They're talked about in a lot of different places. And... Basically, for those that don't understand what a chakra is, they are energy centers. They are processing centers for energy. If you can imagine, everywhere is energy. It's all a big cosmic soup of energy. And somehow the energy has to get from that cosmic soup into where we can use it in our physical body. So if you consider that God energy is everywhere, but our bodies have to use it in this form, it has to get there somehow. So um, people are familiar with the concept of a transformer. You know, you look 
your window at the uh, the um, electric system post, and there's a big box up there that's a transformer, and it's taking very high voltage energy and transducing it down to a way that your electric lights can use it without blowing out the light, without blowing out the switches and, you know, the, the equipment that you have in your house. So the chakras are a kind of a, a transducer system or a, a transformer system that receives energy and characterize it in a certain way um, so that you can use it. And each of the seven chakras have a particular characterization. The root chakra, which is at the base of the spine, um, is associated with the energies that support basic life. These are where your concerns about your shelter, your money, your, your life support systems are most. The second chakra um, is the chakra that has to do with our creative energy. The third chakra at the solar plexus has to do with our, our experiences of our power, how we use our power, how we put it out into the world, how we're affected by others' power. The heart center, of course, has to do with how we express our love. Um, the throat chakra is the creative center, how we, uh, and the, the truth center, where how we express our truth, how we speak our truth into the world. The third eye is uh, associated with the pineal gland and the pituitary gland and has to do with our spiritual vision, also our physical eyes and our vision. The crown chakra is the opening to our higher God consciousness by whatever name you choose to call that. Um, there are some systems that offer descriptions of chakras that go beyond that uh, to chakra number eight. You mentioned number nine. They actually go on ad infinitum. They can go as far as you choose to, to look into them. Um, and you speak about an upper system that is geared, it's the divine masculine, and a deep system that is the divine feminine. And your concentration seems to be of 33 chakras in the upper system and 33 in the deep system, if I'm if I'm uh, correct. Well, I focus with the, th the first 33 because that takes through the completion of the fifth dimension. When Jesus ascended, he ascended from the third dimension right past the fourth into the fifth dimension, and that's why he disappeared and people couldn't see him because they were in 3D and they couldn't see 5D. We are now multidimensionally. Uh, present things here, and we're actually working with many dimensions within our bodies at one time. And as we're moving through this transition where the planet is going through a dimensional shift herself, we are, as a planet and as whatever portion of humanity is choosing to be part of this transition with her, we are processing from 3 and 4D into 5D. So what I'm seeing is that we need to have the fifth dimensional chakras open, activated, and functional. They need to be functional so we can function in the fifth dimension. Um, and where is fifth dimension in terms of the chakras? Um, what I began to see as I began working with the higher dimensional chakras is that something different started happening at number 19. And this wasn't actually part of my training. It was just part of what I began to notice when I was doing sessions with people that when we got to 19, when that one opened, um, all of a sudden I could see their team come in, the team that this 
the soul is part of, and usually the soul that's part of that team that's incarnate in the body is usually the only incarnate one in the bunch. The rest are all beings who are spirit beings without physical bodies, and we're uh, we're the ground team here. The, the one who's incarnate is the part of the team that's, that's the ground the ground member. Um, so I started seeing these um, teams coming in, these spirit teams coming in that are working with these people, and the person themselves is an equal member of that team, and these might be very highly evolved beings that are on this team, and I'm going, wow, this person I'm talking to is really a highly evolved being, uh, even if they don't know it yet. They just didn't know, you know, how, how far up their being went. Um, because we passed through this veil of forgetfulness. So we forgot how we're already ascended masters. Um, and uh, so when I saw people moving into 19 and this team coming forward and suddenly things were different, I started asking the question, is this where the fifth dimension begins? And I was getting real affirmative answers. And I did know that at 33, there was a temple at each uh, chakra number 33 high and 33 deep, there is a temple chakra. And it actually looks like a temple. It's like walking into a temple. When you, when you go with your consciousness into that place, you can see it and experience it as a temple. Many of the people I've worked with have had that experience. So um, now I've mentioned this deep chakra system. Um, you asked about that, the feminine system. I call it uh, the deep system rather than lower chakras because there's nothing lower about them. They just go deep. And um, and that is the divine feminine part uh, is, is the deep system and then the upper system is the divine masculine. I really like what you said about the temples because so many people, part of that forgetfulness is we we cling to that unworthiness. We cling to that not knowingness and and not quite sure of why we're here and what the purpose is and, and what does it all mean. I am here with Chandra Rose of Light, and she does work to support individuals in their soul agreements for the new earth. The upper system is the divine masculine, the root to the crown and on up from number 1 through 18, which are the fourth dimension. 19 to 33 are the fifth dimension. Open means it can receive. Activated means it can send energy out as well. The deep system is the divine feminine, mirrors and complements the masculine. And we need both of these fully open that we may participate fully in the new earth. Chandra Rose of Light does work with individuals to support them in connecting these two parts of themselves, allowing for the sacred union within and the place of oneness where there is no more illusion of separation. Join us in just a few minutes where we'll speak a little bit more to Chandra about the different frequencies and scales that allow us to get to this place. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. 
Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice, what if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. As we approach the great shift into the new earth, approximately 30% of the population of Earth has soul agreements, and not all of those are doing what it takes to make that transition. For Chandra Rose of Light of BlueRoseOfPortal.com, it is her desire that people focus their attention with those on that do not have the New Earth agreements, especially those who need help getting up to speed. The work that she performs is primarily to support that graceful movement into transition, getting connected with the New Earth, the Diamond Grid, Paradise Grid, and other names for it is vital. Chandra, we were talking about the upper system and the deep system. And one thing I want uh, to allow our listeners to understand is, are you doing something to them? Is this work that they are doing and you are facilitating? How much of the process um, do they have to be prepared for? And, and can anyone do this work? Well, first of all, I would like to speak to the soul agreement piece. Um, I am here to support the earth in her transition, and I'm here to support all the people on her and all the life forms on the earth um, into the transition as well. Um, Not to change anyone's agreement that they came in here with, but to support the soul agreement that each one has. And... The sole agreement that a person may have with themselves is to have a certain experience up to a certain point 
and then to, it may be to transition out to go to their next place, wherever that may be. It may not be on this planet. Um, you mentioned 30% of the Earth's population have a soul agreement for New Earth. That is, um, that's my perception of, that that's about how many have the soul agreement, and not all of those are honoring the soul agreement that they have with themselves. Now, so what I'm do you here, mean? What do you mean by that, Chandra? When you say not all of them are honoring it? Well, a person may have come in with a soul agreement to. Um, do everything that it takes to make it through the transition, which may be very difficult for some. And for some souls, they're finding it so hard being here that they can't quite get it together to get their life together, to you know, bring things into focus, to um, just open themselves to what, it, what it's going to take to move through the portal. They're holding on to so much pain, for example, when we came into separation, when we came into this place where we, we um, have been playing with this illusion of separation from the oneness, um, we have engaged in a dance of suffering and pain. And sometimes the attachment to the suffering and the pain is so intense that the soul is not ready to give that up, even though they may have come in with an agreement, a soul agreement with themselves to let go of it in this lifetime and move into the oneness. So the work that I'm doing is to support those people who uh, it is their sole desire to move into the oneness and to be in sync with the planet as the transitions are happening. It's not my purpose to change anyone's agreement with their self. And do they participate in some way? Are they required to... Uh assist in the opening of the chakras, or is it something that what you are do, able to do? Yes, you asked earlier, you know, do what do they have to do? Uh, am I doing something to them? No, I'm not doing something to them. What I do is I provide energetic resources, energy resources that the person can sort of grab hold of and run with. Uh, I bring a template that's ready to go, and they interface, our energies interface, and it's like their energy sees from my energy, oh, that's how you put it together. Let me do that. And the energy, just they go with it. So I can support a person opening new chakras. I cannot open their chakras for them. I can support a person activating new chakras um, that weren't activated before, but I cannot force anything. It's and what do totally you mean up to the person's free choice? And what do you mean, Chandra, when you say I understand? You know, when a chakra is open, I think many people have heard that term. But the term activated, what does that signify? The difference between an open chakra and an activated chakra is what you can do with it. An open chakra is like a one-way door where the energy is coming in, and you're using it within your own being. Once the chakra activates then it becomes a two-way door, and not only is energy coming in at those frequencies and being used within your being, but you're also sending it out into the world, into the cosmos, into the universe, where your energies at those frequencies are having an impact. And as our activated chakras meet each other, that's our realm of co-creation, and that's what I'm really excited about supporting larger and larger numbers of people getting activated in the fifth dimension because this is where we will co-create fifth dimensional new earth together. 
And so I'm the, really excited. So about the that. activated chakras are the ones that support the co-creation. Now, once a person has their chakras open and activated, do they need to do anything to keep them that way? Can they um, deactivate? They can if they're not paying any attention and they're going back to old patterns or um, using alcohol, for example, will shut down um, higher chakra uh, presence. It is important once you have higher chakra presence, meaning open and or activated, that you continue to take yourself consciously into those chakras and be consciously present. Um, when, when I was first working with some of these higher chakras and I was just kind of finding my way around, I was going through many life challenges and I was in life situations where I was really unhappy and I spent a lot of time crying, uh, literally. And when I was feeling my worst, I would notice that my chakra presence, even though I had more of them open and activated, but where I was actually present, where I was holding my conscious energy, was really low. And it would be down to about 11 or 12 when I felt my worst. And if I would just sit and focus, like in meditation, it wouldn't take very long, just focus my energy and go back up through the chakras and just pop them back uh, open or present or, you know, put energy, conscious energy into them, I would immediately feel better. Well, and, and you know, Chandra, it's, it's hard for a lot of people, especially right now with so many things going on in the world and people having challenges with the way the economy is. For many people, it, it's hard to pull themselves out of that place. So when, when they're sitting, once they've had these open and activated and been supported in this way, when they're sitting there and they have to bring themselves up to this place, are they in their mind imagining these chakras above them or extending beyond them? Are they feeling it? Exactly how do they get themselves to stay there? Well, different people experience in different ways. Some are more visual. Some are more kinesthetic. Uh, some are more auditory. They might hear hear the, the sound that a chakra makes, um, it, it's kind of individual which way you go about doing it, but it takes discipline. Just like any spiritual path, there are exercises that are prescribed, and a discipline to the exercises helps the participant move along the path. And this is, in some ways, no different. You're exercising your spiritual muscles. And when you, these are open and activated to a higher and higher level or dimension, do the life experiences change? Do you start to attract uh, and co-create more easily in your life? Yes, you do. And your, your focus changes. And you begin to have less and less intense focus on the 3D things. And even when the 3D things come up, it's like they don't mean as much. Oh, um the house burned down, it's an opportunity to let go of attachment. I have a friend that happened to her recently, and she feels so blessed that all of that stuff just left. And, you know, she didn't have an attachment to the things that left. The only thing that still got her was the dog, <laughs> um, because there were pets. But um, as you open higher and higher, your focus begins to change, and you are not as affected by the 3D thing. Um, 
What about as far as um, the spiritual protection? And we'll talk about this when we come back from the break. Are you connected to your soul agreement with the new earth? Have you discovered what your return path to light is? Or do you even realize what frequency you are being at? There's a Hawkins scale of frequency that signifies exactly where you are on the scale. And Chandra Rose of Light can ask you questions from the BlueRosePortal.com, allowing you to access, activate, and open your higher chakras going into the higher dimensions. Come back in just a few minutes and we'll go a little bit deeper into the subject. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for life's balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours. And the results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical urinary biopsy. After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at BelieveSC.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Chandra Rose of Light works with the Divine Feminine and the Divine Masculine, assisting people in opening and activating the higher dimensional chakras, allowing individuals to experience the oneness, the greatness of themselves in a way that they are able to co-create their realities in a more powerful way that supports overall healing on the planet. 
you can reach her at thebluerosportal.com. And on her site, you can find many different workshops, classes, and teleclasses that she has upcoming and available. I, Chandra, want to go into a little bit about um, what the Hawkins scale uh, means and signifies and how you utilize that in working with an individual through this special process. Okay. Um, the Hawkins scale was developed by Dr. David Hawkins, and he has a book out called Power Versus Force. Um, I picked it up a number of years ago, and since I do finger dowsing and I, I like playing with numbers, uh, it was a very convenient way for me to measure the frequency of consciousness in anyone or anything. So using that, the scale is, is um, basically zero to a thousand, and a thousand is where Jesus was when he ascended from the, the third dimension to the fifth dimension. And since that's what I'm interested in getting people to is that point where, where we are ascending from 3D to 5D, I'm really interested in getting people to that 1,000 mark. So when I do an assessment for someone, I check in with where they are and um, what are some of the things that are um, in the assessment. There's a number of different areas that we look at that as we clear on those areas, it will automatically with each one bring the frequency up higher. And we haven't really spoken about the divine feminine chakra system much yet. I'd like to go there soon. Um, but what I'd like to say now is that all of the other things on my little checklist to go through and clear, until you get fifth dimensional presence in the chakras, that means opening and activating at least two or three of the fifth dimensional chakras, so that's 19, 20, 21, etc., you don't have the possibility to get above 1,000. Once you have those chakras activated in the fifth dimension and some divine feminine chakra presence, it becomes possible to go above 1,000. However, you won't hold above 1,000 until you've cleared certain other things on that checklist, which I know you have a copy of the checklist before you. Maybe we want to go into that uh, next. Well, and before we do that, I want to bring about one point because I'm certain that there are some people that are having this conversation in their heads. You know, you've mentioned that, that Jesus vibrated at that thousand and, and he went from the three dimension to the fifth dimension, yet you're saying that we can get to that thousand or you're helping people to get to that thousand plus point. And for some individuals, they would say, well, you know, that's a, that's a place that we cannot go, that that's, you know, Jesus was at a certain level and that's not a place that we are able to reach. Uh, and I, I think that's part of a conversation that needs to happen because we are all uh, connected. We are, he's our big brother, and, and there, many of the Ascended Masters are. And I'd like to hear your perspective on that. Well, I've always felt that he was my big brother, and he actually told us, greater things than these shall ye also do. He told us, ye are gods. He told us things like this. So if one is sitting there saying, oh, well, I can't do that because I'm not like Jesus, well, that's hanging on to, that's clinging and attaching to the illusion of separation, of unworthiness, uh, and the, the basic 
fundamental original wounding. And this is what the other 70% of the planet that is not, uh, does not have a sole agreement to go into New Earth, this is what they're hanging on to, is that, that deep pain of separation, the deep suffering. And it is a sole choice whether you're ready to let go of the illusion of separation or not. And in this illusion of separation, now go into a little bit of, of how the divine masculine and the divine feminine are part of that dance of separation and, and how this work supports in bringing them back together. Well, um, when we made a choice to come into these dimensions and experience separation with the overall goal of being able to experience the light and the oneness more profoundly on the other side of it, when we came into where we could have this experience of separation, there is a masculine form and a feminine form of the wounding. The masculine form shuts down the heart. He experiences a, a being a, uh, betrayed or shut out or abandoned by the feminine. It might have been his mother uh, who said, no, you're not nursing anymore. It's time for you to eat, little boy. It might have been uh, his wife uh, who said, no, I don't feel like it tonight, you know, <laughs> go sleep on the sofa, um, but somehow he felt an experience of being pushed away by her. And the masculine energy experiences it in such a way that he shuts down the heart, says, okay, be that way. I will shut you out. You will never be in this heart again, and I will prove to you that I don't need a heart, and I can function perfectly well from my head and my power, and I can overpower you and everything else on this planet, watch me do it. And this is the fallen masculine, the wounded masculine that's operating from separated ego and is in domination and control of everything. And although you're speaking Everywhere you about the, uh, the man form and what they're talking, you're, you are also speaking of the portion of each individual that is masculine and is feminine. Correct? Yes. We have all been men. We have all been women, so we all carry both woundings. So I spoke about the masculine wound. Now, the feminine expression of the wound, instead of going into anger and rage and unforgiveness and hatred of other, the feminine form of the wound, when she got poked by uh, a him who was irritated with her and, and poked at her heart, she took the dagger that he was poking at her and said, oh, he doesn't like me. He, he didn't accept me. Let me take that dagger and really drive it in and make myself suffer forever and ever and get other people to kill me and continue this experience of suffering and make it look like someone else is doing this to me. So it's victimhood, it's unworthiness. Uh, it's self-punishment and self-hatred. So these are the two basic forms of the wounding, and it's very, very deep. When I went into this uh, seeking out where this was coming from myself, I had to go back through tens of thousands of lifetimes to where the original wound took place. It was a long time ago. 
And when you're going through your checklist that you spoke of earlier, that's one, those are two of the points actually within the checklist is the percentage of original feminine wound still present in that individual's body and the percentage of original masculine wound still present in that body. Yes. Yes, and it's actually, it may be in the body, but it's, it's carried by the soul. Sure. Because the soul is what goes along from life, lifetime to lifetime. Now, you also have on the checklist uh, percent of false feminine mask and persona as well as masculine mask and persona. How is, is, is that the presentation then we bring forward from the basis of the wound? Well, once we wounded ourselves with either one of those, then we created... Uh, a, a way of pretending that we hadn't um, wounded ourselves. <laughs> and, and we so are complex beings, aren't we? <laughs> What's that? We are complex beings, aren't we? <laughs> we are. We are. And, you know, we've, we've made these, these, we've done these things, and then we try to cover it up so nobody will, nobody will see what we have done. And, you know, we, we hold up this persona pretending to be something that we're not. And so as you're working through this checklist and you're taking an individual through their deep system and their upper system, yes. um, kind of explain what starts to occur. You, you wanted to talk a little bit more about that feminine system, and I know that some of the other questions that you ask are things such as a percent of being, uh, the person knowing their self as creator and, and these other aspects that, that you are able to tap into to support that individual. So how does working with these chakras and going through this list create this whole experience and allow them to to know that oneness? Well, the list shows us where to work. And uh, the Divine Feminine Chakra System cannot even start to open up until there is enough awakened masculine to hold space for it, to, to provide a protective energetic space for the goddess within to awaken. And this is present within men as well as women. We, we all have an inner masculine and an inner feminine. Um, but the, the goddess within each one of us is still asleep until we give her a space that she feels safe to wake up and begin to express herself. And this is what I've noticed when people begin opening and activating in the fifth dimension above then there's awakened masculine presence. That is when the first divine feminine chakra can begin to come on. And that would start with the opening of deep chakra number one, which is at the level of the womb in the woman and um, in the lower abdomen in the man. We all have uh, all the organs. It's just some of them are physical and some of them are etheric. So it's at the womb level that the first one is. So it's overlapped with the second chakra of the upper system, and so deep chakra number two is overlapped with the root chakra of the upper system. So they interface at one and two. Then they go on down from there. The third chakra is at the knees. The fourth chakra is at the ankles, and then on down below the feet. And we are here with Chandra Rose of Light from thebluportal.com discussing original feminine wounding, original masculine wounding, and the work that she supports individuals in doing in activating and opening the chakra systems to allow them to attain a more powerful spiritual presence 
and knowing of their oneness on the planet to support the soul agreements towards the new earth. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more with Chandra Rose of Light. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. We were created to be creators. In fact, we've been creating all along. The question is how consciously. As we have been asleep to how powerful we are as creators, we have hidden the truth from ourselves and often helped had others help by obscuring the truth from ourselves as well. We heavily shield those areas that hold great density within us, but when we clear those, we can expand into that vast awareness of our own power as creators. Chandra, you do the work with people to allow them to recognize that feminine wound, that masculine wound. It allows them to open and activate chakras in higher dimensions than just the third dimension. And you also allow them to get to a place where they know their being as, as creator. They know their self as creator. I would like to go into that part since this is our last segment, and I'd also t- like to talk a little bit about what miscreations are. 
Well, um, you mentioned how we've been creators all along. Um, we were created as creators, and as we were practicing, we sent energy out in a lot of different ways, but we were still waking up. We didn't know what we were doing, just like a child doesn't know what they're doing when they start playing with things. They don't know uh, when they come and poke you that it hurts you until you tell them that it hurts. Um, so we've been creating and throwing things out into the universe, which spin and spin and spin, coming back to us again and again and again. And I, I don't actually allow people to do anything. I just support them in remembering who they are. <laughs> and um, actually, you, you can't quite take responsibility for what you've created until you realize that you created it. So part of the process I take people through is sending the message through to their entire being that the truth of the, the light, that the I am within, your source presence, um, is the creator here. There's nobody else doing things to you. You created everything in your world. Um, and these things that you've created just keep coming back and facing you. So once every place in your being has been lighted up with the light of that truth, and we, you know we were told in, in Scripture that, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is the truth. The truth is, you're the creator. You made it all. And if you made it all, if you know that, and you're standing in the power of your creatorship, you know that you can now call it to completion and transmute it within your own being and create something different, something you like better. So this is this is the powerful place to be in to call those woundings and everything else to completion and be done with them. Have you had enough separation? Have you had enough pain yet? And if the answer is yes, I'm ready to be complete with that experience and I now know that I created it and I can call it to completion, that's what you can do. And, you know, it's powerful just hearing it. It's powerful hearing you state it in that way so the actual integrated experience of remembering that creatorship has to be tremendous for any individual that's wanting to go to that place. It is. When I experienced that myself, when I came to that place, there was this huge energy just like surged inside of me, and I was like going and going and going for days on end. There was so much energy that freed up inside of me. I'm just going, wow, I am such a powerful creator now that I know this, you know. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a force to be reckoned with in, within your own being. And, and once you know that, you can just start changing everything in your life. And that's um, not from a place of arrogance that I'm this powerful creator and I can go do whatever I want. It is a, a place of knowingness. Well, also know that everything around you, all the people in your world, you created them too. You created who they are. You wrote the script for who they are and what they're doing in your life. And you can write a different script if you don't like it. If you don't like what they're being in your life, write a new script. Say, oh, I wrote that script. If they're playing parts in my movie, I'm going to write another script. It's all a movie. It's all a movie. I know. It's we amazing. wrote it. Yes, we, we have re- we written it. We've written it. We've chosen our our place to star in it, and um, and we continue to write. We can just choose to write something really powerful and wonderful, or we can continue to live in that place of woundedness. Yeah, so once a person goes through and they've opened up these uh, different dimensions, they've moved to this place, uh, do they need to have a recharge? Is there 
some way that they can um, connect with others that are at this place so that uh, community can happen in this way? It is very important for community, and it's also important to do your homework. I do provide people with continuing things that they can do for themselves. Um, also, um, I just opened my new website, which is um, brand new, and there are parts that are still under construction, one of which is a forum where people that I'm working with can come and meet with each other and talk about their experiences, and we can co-create together. And it will be open for business, ready for people to participate within probably a few days. You can already see it there. There just isn't a place to sign up yet, and that will be there soon. So um, come and have a look at theblueroseportal.com and click on the forum and you'll see where you can begin to participate um, and send me a a message that you'd like to participate and I'll make sure that that you know when it's happening. Um, And and it's a wonderful site. There are some wonderful wonderful things on there. I definitely went through and and took a look. I'd like to touch on one last point uh, before we before we leave today, and that is, uh, number one, that you are doing a two-part series in 1111 Magazine, the September and October issue and the November and December. So for those interested in really understanding a lot about Chandra's work and understanding more about uh, the responsibility we each have in regard to the new earth and our own increase of vibration and dimensional levels, you can go to www.1111mag.com. That's 1111mag.com. But I'd like to talk about, um, we've, we've said that Jesus was at the 1,000 level. Where is the average person? And um, is someone that's even, let's say, at the 100 to 200 level, is this work something that they can do to support themselves? Well, the people that are at the 100 to 200 level are probably not even going to be attracted to my work. The people who are attracted to what I'm doing and who have New Earth Soul Agreements are going to be vibing mostly 600, 700, 800. Uh, people that are in the 900s don't really need what I'm doing because they're already, they're already doing their own thing and they're doing great. And they're going to be moving past 1,000 on their own without any assistance from me. And the people um, that are at 500 and up, these are people that are generally healthy, that are spiritually conscious, that are, are ones that can kind of resonate with this? Because I was thinking, you know, there are going to be some people that are have going to listen to this show and um, and they're going to connect and resonate and know this to be truth, and then there are going to be those people that that are saying, well, I hear it, but I just can't, my heart can't connect to that, or I, I don't know if I believe all that stuff. Do you have to believe to have these chakra systems open and to move into these higher dimensions? Well, first of all, it's not about belief. And second, anyone who's meant to work with me, their heart will leap and know, oh, I I feel like I want to work with her. Um, it's and I have had, I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank you, Chandra Rose of Light, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. We'll have to have you back on again so that we can have a little more of this discussion. You can reach her at thebluerosportal.com. That's thebluerosportal.com. Join me next week when we have Energies of Enlightenment System with William and Mary Lou. I'm Simran Singh, and I look forward to speaking with you next week.
Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.